0: Enthusiastic In making an introduction of a speaker, matter is quite as important as matter. You should try to be friendly and instead of saying how happy you are, be genuinely pleasant making your talk. If you give the introduction with a sense of building to a climax at the end, when you announce the speaker's name, the sense of anticipation will be increased and the audience will applaud the speaker more enthusiastically. This display of the audience's good feeling will, in turn, help to stimulate the speaker to do his best. When you do pronounce the speaker's name at the very end of the introduction, it is well to remember the words pause, part, and punch. By pause, it is meant that a little silence just before the name is given will give an edge to anticipation. By part is meant That the first and last names should be separated by a slight pause so that the audience gets a clear impression of the speaker's name. By punch is meant that the name should be given with vigor and force. There is one more caution. Please, I beg of you, when you do enunciate the speaker's name, don't turn to him but look out over the audience until the last syllable has been uttered, then turn to the speaker. I have seen countless chairmen give fine introductory speeches that were ruined at the end because they turned toward the speaker, pronouncing his name for him alone and leaving the audience in total ignorance of his identity. Be warmly sincere. Lastly, be sure to be sincere. Do not indulge in deprecatory remarks or snide humor. A tongue-in-cheek type of introduction is often misinterpreted by some members of the audience. Be warmly sincere because you are in a social situation that demands the highest kind of finesse and tact. You may be on familiar terms with the speaker, but the audience isn't, and some of your remarks, innocent though they may be, may be misconstrued. prepare the talk of presentation. It has been proved that the deepest yearning of the human heart is for recognition, for honor. When Marjorie Wilson, the author, wrote this. She expressed a universal feeling. We all want to get along well in life. We want to be appreciated. Someone else's commendation, if it is only a word, let alone a gift presented at a formal affair, lifts the spirit magically. Althea Gibson, the tennis star, managed to get this yearning of the human heart, most aptly into the title of her autobiography. She called it, I wanted to be somebody. When we make a speech of presentation, we reassure the recipient that he really is somebody. He has succeeded in a certain effort. He is deserving of honor. We have come together to pay him this honor. What we have to say should be brief, but we should give it careful thought. It may not mean much to those who are used to receiving honors, but to others less fortunate, it may be something to be remembered brightly all the rest of a lifetime. We, therefore, should give serious consideration to our choice of words in presenting the honor. Here is a time-tested formula. Number 1. Tell why the award is made. Perhaps it is for long service or for winning a contest or for a single notable achievement. Explain this simply. Number two, tell something of the group's interest in the life and activities of the person to be honored. Number three, tell how much the award is deserved and how cordially the group feels toward the recipient. Number four, congratulate the recipient and convey everyone's good wishes for the future. Nothing is so essential to this little talk as sincerity. Everyone realizes this, perhaps without saying so. So if you have been chosen to make a speech of presentation, you, as well as the recipient, have been honored. Your associates know you can be trusted with a task that demands a heart as well as a head. This must not tempt you to make certain mistakes that some speakers make. They are mistakes concerned with exaggeration. At a time such as this, it is easy to exaggerate someone's virtues far beyond their real measure. If the award is deserved, we must say so, but we should not add words of overpraise. Exaggerated praise makes the recipient uncomfortable and it doesn't convince an audience which knows better. We also should avoid exaggerating the importance of the gift itself. Instead of stressing its intrinsic value, we should emphasize the friendly sentiments of those who are giving it. Express your sincere feelings in the talk of acceptance. This should be even shorter than the speech of presentation. It certainly shouldn't be anything we have memorized, yet being ready to make it will be an advantage. If we know we are to be given a present, with the speech of presentation, we shouldn't be at a loss for words of acknowledgement that will be a credit to us. Just to mumble thank you and greatest day in my life and most wonderful thing that ever happened to me is not very good. Here, as in the speech of presentation, a danger of exaggeration lurks. Greatest day and most wonderful thing take in too much territory. You can express heartfelt gratitude better in more moderate terms. Here's a suggested format 1. Give a warmly sincere thank you to the group. 2. Give credit to others who have helped you, your associates, employers, friends, or family. 3. Tell what the gift or award means to you. If it is wrapped, open it and display it. Tell the audience how useful or decorative it is and how you intend to use it. 4. End with another sincere expression of your gratitude. In this episode... We have discussed the special types of talks, and one of which you may be called upon to give in the course of your work or your affiliation with some organization or club. I urge you to follow these suggestions carefully when making any of these talks, and you will have the satisfaction that comes from saying the right thing at the right time.